Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. This is the temptation of Jesus, and actually we covered this text parallel back in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. You can hear our devotion on that text in episode 461. This text is slightly different, but mostly the same, and I'm going to pull a couple different things out of it that I didn't in the other one, which is why we're doing a second devotion on the same basic occurrence. Before we get in, to that, I want to thank the family leader for being our 2022 Daily Dose Devotions sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements after this episode, and I encourage you to check out the great things they're doing, and we're thankful for their support. Let's start at verse 1. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. So Jesus has just been baptized, and now he's going out into the wilderness to be tempted. And he ate nothing during those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. There's an understatement. And the devil said to him, If you're the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time, and said to him, To you I will give this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. So one of the things I mentioned in the previous devotion, episode 461 from Matthew, is that Jesus' response to these temptations from the devil always includes include quoting God's word. And I just want to highlight that one more time. If we're going to have any success against Satan's schemes in our lives, we've got to be saturated with God's word. We need to know the truth so that we can fight off Satan's attacks. When Paul writes about the armor of God in Ephesians 6, there's only one offensive weapon. The other items are defensive. And that one offensive weapon is the sword, which is the word of God. It's our best weapon, and it doesn't do any good sitting on a shelf our whole lives and us having no understanding of what it says or how it would guide us. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must agree with that to some level because you're trying to dig into God's word with me right now. And we love having you. Another thing to point out is that the chronology in Matthew, scholars believe, is probably the chronology of how it actually happened. The way that these three temptations are laid out in Luke is slightly different. And there are indications in the Matthew text that would suggest that it's chronological. And those indications are not in the Luke text, which would suggest that getting them in the right order wasn't Luke's highest priority. Either way, that shouldn't be a problem. The same three temptations that are recorded in Matthew are the same three temptations recorded in Luke. So another thing I want to land on is in verse 13 at the end of this, when Satan's temptations had ended, it says he departed from Jesus until an opportune time. And just these few words give us a little bit of insight into how Satan works. We may turn him away for a moment. We may defeat him when he confronts us at a particular time. But we can't let our guard down ever because he's always lurking, looking for an 
opportunity to strike again. The good news is that by faith in Jesus Christ, we're clothed with the righteousness of Christ. We've received forgiveness and redemption and reconciliation. And if we trust Jesus, nothing that Satan throws at us or tries to do, even if we trip up and fall, can take that away. But the abundant lives that God offers to give us can be seriously thwarted if we're not constantly aware of Satan's looking for an opportune time to take us down. Of course, in Jesus' life, the greatest confrontation between he and Satan took place on the cross when he had the burden of humanity's sin on him. Another instance of Satan attacking Jesus that comes to mind is when Peter was trying to discourage Jesus from doing what he had to do to go to the cross and die. Jesus responded to Peter by saying, get behind me, Satan. In other words, he knew that those words that Peter was trying to convince him with weren't Peter's words, they were Satan's words trying to take Jesus off his intended path. Jesus was aware of Satan's conniving ways and we ought to be aware as well. One other thing that dawned on me that I never thought about before as I read this is that I wonder if these last several texts that we've read are a little bit of a parallel between Jesus and the people of Israel in the Old Testament. A couple texts ago, Jesus was baptized. He came through the waters of baptism. Not unlike the Israelites came through the waters of the Red Sea. Not the same way. The waters parted. They never got wet, but they came through the water. And then they spent 40 years in the wilderness wandering around. After Jesus' baptism coming through the water, he spent 40 days in the wilderness being tempted by Satan. After the Israelites left the wilderness into the promised land, God set things up so that they could bring about the situations that would lead to the Messiah Jesus being born. After 40 days in the wilderness, Jesus came out to set up the situation that would lead to his death and resurrection and to the establishment of his kingdom here on earth and into eternity. Is this progression that we've seen of Jesus from baptism to the wilderness and out into ministry, a retelling of Israel's progression out of Egypt into the wilderness and then continuing forward to accomplish what God set up for Israel to do? I don't know. If so, it might suggest that God has a similar progression in mind for us. Through faith in Christ, we are saved. And then as we live our lives as believers, we are tempted and tried. And there are seasons of wilderness in our lives. Yet despite that, moving forward, he's always got a call that he wants us to complete. He's got work that he wants us to do for his name, for his glory, and for our good. I hope you have more clarity today than you did yesterday or last month or last year about what that is for you. And we ask the Lord to bless you in whatever that is. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast which is aired on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.